you got, yeah Pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent You just took it off the line, no mileage Waiting, hitting you, the DM looking violent Talking while you come around and now they silent Through the Cooper 17, no guidance You be staying low, but you know what the fight is Ain't never got you, know it being modest Welcome back to another episode Another episode of the Energy Converters uh, Student Voice Podcast And we got a really, really, really special show Of folks today, man I'm with, you know, a bunch of amazing young leaders And remember, when you listen to this podcast You've heard shows in the past uh, From students that come from Traditional schools, charter schools We've talked about blackness We've talked about uh, mental health Today, we have some charter students that have been doing some organizing and are just like fed up with like this narrative, man. And so what we wanted to do is uh, get them some space and to, to have their voices heard. And it's just an amazing room. And I have a special guest and friend that's going to help facilitate this conversation. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to Miss Amelia. How are you doing? I'm doing good today. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Charles Cole. <laughs> okay, so today, hi everyone, I'm Amelia. Today I'm in a room full of dope Oakland students, Oakland public charter students. By the way, um, I got, I don't know if I should go around and name everybody, but I got some dope students. I got some students from Unity Public High School, LPS, Envision Academy, and Ames. Um, but yeah, we're also in the room full of other youth organizers with CCSA, and we just want to talk today and give us some space to talk about these narratives like Charles Cole said. So before we go into go these go. questions, though, right, uh, because I got to spend time with these amazing like youth organizers, can you just name all three of your, the, your fellow organizers and the schools they came from and where they are and where y'all are at now? All right, so... Start with yourself. I'm Amelia. I'm an alum from Envision Academy in Oakland. And I'm going, I'm at UC Berkeley. I'm a junior. I don't know why I forgot, but I did. That's what's up. Um, so my name is Javier, and I'm a Oakland Union High School alumni, and I'm currently going to SF State. Awesome. My name's Julissa. I'm actually from Malay, from Animal Ralph Bunch, and I actually go to SF State. Oh, that's what's up, man. I, I, I have a... Big affinity for SF State. I uh, did grad school there. So one of the things that y'all said y'all wanted to talk about was taking back the narrative. Like, you feel that folks have hijacked this narrative and you need to let people know that, mm-hmm. damn it, you can't just have this narrative like that, right? So, well, let's start back. So what does that, what does taking back the narrative mean? Like, what is this movement even about? And you can kick us off and then kick it to your people, but um, help us understand that. Well, first of all, we just want to create the context that we are in a room full of non-billionaire black students of color. Oh, not all black. I'm sorry. I'm speaking for me. Okay. Students of color in this room who all have came from pretty disadvantaged backgrounds and we're all striving to create something more for ourselves and for our future generation, for our kids. Um, And we definitely just want to debunk whatever narratives. We know that there's been a lot of like ignorance, misunderstandings of what the public charter community is, um, what it entails, who is in that community. And we just want to debunk that. So there's a lot of narratives of like. So you mean you're not a a billionaire and or a billionaire didn't come to your house and tell you to 
Uh-uh. Pick, a, pick this school? I need to be. <laughs> I need to be. So, I mean, so let's throw it to your people, right? Because you got a room full of people that are super dope. Um, who, who Out there, who can tell me what this movement is about, right? Like, I want to hear from you all. Um, my name is Mary Rose. And the movement to me is just basically knowing that I'm in a charter school or we're all in a charter school and that we're constantly being attacked by people who don't know where we are or where we're coming from and knowing that us as students like have our future and like we have like we know what we're doing and we know that our school is great but we also want other people who don't know about our schools who don't know about our neighborhoods or whatever to know that our schools are still like a choice that we made and a choice that we want to have and to keep. Mm, okay. Is there anybody else that, yes, that wanted to chime in? St- start with your name and then go jump right in. Okay. Hi, my name is Asya and I'm from Envision Academy, a charter school in West Oakland and downtown Oakland. And um, what I think this movement is about is about saving charter schools from people that think there's something that by far of what they really are. They think, um, where some rich kids that go to t- that take money from people and go to these private schools when our schools are actually public and not just private and we are by far from rich and we're very diverse and very like in on our education we're all about our education and we do not steal money from <laughs> thank you sis well let's say more about that right like to say like because a lot of people may not understand or know what all the attacks are uh before we have you add on to that does anybody want to kind of highlight a few attacks that you've heard um kind of levied against charter schools students the people that work there your parents like what what are some things that y'all feel y'all being attacked on and how is it making you feel so i'm gonna just Mm-hmm. I don't know for clarity or something. Um, like Asia was already saying, I know we talked about it last week where we was kind of like just talking about like the assumptions of what people think a charter school is. So I know we talked about they think it's private for some strange reason. I don't know. I think it's the uniforms. I think the uniforms really throw them off. Traditional schools got uniforms? Yeah, well, they're dumb. I don't know. They just think because... I don't know. I don't know why they think we private. Okay, they just think we private and we're not. We're public and it's free. We don't have to pay. Um, most of the students who go there do qualify for free and reduced lunch, me. Um, and it was nasty, but still ate it. So let me let me ask you a question, right? So how does it make you feel when you see like a Randy Wine Garden or um, like that, that she's, she's somebody that runs like the union or whatnot? Like how do you, how does it feel when you see them have thoughts on you and the people in this room um and kind of call you all these names or whatever like how does what 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 does that do to you um i think it's not offensive to me i just think it's offensive it should be they should take it as offense to themselves because it's like pure ignorance that they're like unwilling to learn more they don't listen to our narratives and they don't know our narratives they're just judging from an outsider standpoint like I know for a fact that none of their kids go to a charter school none of their kids go to a public school a traditional public school I'm I'm sure they're going to schools like I don't know 
the only actual private school that I know in Oakland is Odell. And I don't know what their performances are, but I know that they're in private schools and they have the money to do that. We don't have that as disadvantaged folks. We don't have the resources to have tutors and to go out and pay actual tuition when we still got to go to college and pay a tuition. So I just think it's dumb for them to speak from our point of view and they don't know the lifestyles that we're going. So this is why it's very important for us to be speaking here today and letting mm-hmm. them know like where we actually are coming from and letting them know really like... You cannot speak for us by any means. You're going to have to come see us first before y'all oh, try to speak. Oh, let's, let's clap it up. Let's, let's. Oh, for y'all out there, y'all don't have headphones on. We got a clap machine. So <laughs> we are clapping. But, does it, but listen to what she said. Is anybody that wants to riff on that or like jump in on, on what she was saying? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I agree. Go, you agree? Say, speak on it. So I agree because what she said about like they probably think we're private because of our uniforms, but not all charter school wear uniforms because mm-hmm. I don't for sure. And about how the people who are like talking about charter schools don't even represent like like a background of like knowing about charter schools or have friends that go to charter schools or even know like like what charter schools are about. They just want to talk because of the monies. Mm-hmm. Views and that's really all. And they're like people that probably take their kids to people that take like have their kids in like private high school, like mm-hmm. high schools and stuff like that. And they're probably like talking about like we have private high schools, but we really don't. We're kind of like by far from it. And just like stuff like that. Got you. You have something, brother. Go go ahead. Say your name and then jump in, man. Um, hi, my name is Sean. Um, I'd just like to speak on what Amelia said about like how like about how they're like talking down on us like in terms of us being like bad schools and all like I feel like really it isn't their place to speak like they don't really have the right to say these things because they like they don't have like a general they don't have like an idea as to what our schools are actually about okay yeah Mm. okay anybody else having thoughts around that go ahead uh, I, I just wanted to add on something where, like, I know a lot of, like, the arguments against us are saying that we're stealing money, but I, as we were educated today, that money follows children, and wherever the students go, the money goes. So, like, I want people who are listening, who actually think that charter schools are taking money, like, to understand that we're technically not stealing money because it was our money, and we're just putting it into a place that we actually want to invest in and where we want to the where the money we want the money to go to Mm -hmm. and i guess that's where the assumption for money all right so um so i think that y'all are like really touching on something i think you know a lot of folks uh well i'm I'm gonna come to you i just wanted to like put a pin in what you all are saying right like is that there are people that have a lot of thoughts on where y'all go to school and what type of school you go to that one don't go to your school don't know anything about your school and don't know anything about you and y'all are trying to reclaim that narrative I think I'm hearing that and I think what I heard uh, you say was that ain't none of us rich ain't none of us billionaires ain't none of us got money to go to private schools and it obviously ain't an issue when anybody sends their kid to private school but now that people send their kids to charter school is a problem and y'all feel some kind of way about it um, and there was something that you wanted to say go ahead yeah I just wanted to make it aware you know have that critical awareness that it's been a fight that we have always continuously be fighting I say this every week 
I think that we've been fighting this same fight. It should be no reason that we got to continuously advocate for equity or education justice. That's, that's just dumb. Like, I wasn't alive when the Brown versus Board of Education did happen, but I think that my ancestors, they fought for my life to be the way that they deserve, that I deserve. So the reason that we still advocating for these things doesn't make sense to me. And I think it also goes to the fact of like, I'm sorry, but it is a race thing at the end of the day. It goes down to like all that system of oppression and the white supremacy of it. And that's how we talk about like those unions and those white ladies and the old white ladies and like the ones who got grandkids that's older than us and stuff like that. Like their kids are already out of the education system and they can't relate so they don't care no more. And that's the thing too, like it's a lack of carelessness and they just don't know the students who are actually in the system. And then here we are telling them that it's literally students of color. Like we got majority Latinx and black students in this system and y'all continuously trying to funnel us into the system, into the juvenile justice system and stuff like that and still inconsiderate of what our lifestyles are in the future. So it's just, it's more than education. It goes down to so many other things, and I think everything just needs to be reformed because mm. it's done. Yeah, she is. She's feeling it. Does anybody? I love it, y'all. We, another clap up for her. My goodness. I think I think you need Thank your you own me. show. Um, I know. I think you're I doing too. really well. Uh, before we switch the topic, were there any uh, did anybody else want to like chime in on this, or does anybody you know what want to share their personal story, their personal education story, uh, just briefly? Because one of one of the criticisms that we heard is that these people dehumanize folks that go to charter schools or their parents or whatever the case is. Like they've taken your face away and your soul away and turned you into a number. Um, so, you know, I think some people need to hear that y'all are real people. Uh, who wants to share their education story? Because I saw y'all working on it. Um, so for my education system, or sorry, um, story is where I mean it could be your system. Go ahead, just have your <laughs> just build your own system. Um, but go ahead for your education story and say your name again so the Mary people know Rose. you. Um, yeah, my name is Mary Rosa and I go to Unity High. So my story is basically um, ever since my dad had left my mom, my mom has became a single parent raising two childs by herself, and. Um, she's always told me to uh, focus on education and focus on getting into college and getting a great job and helping, like, at the end of it, like, a big goal was to just help provide for all of our families. Um, and that's always been a goal of mine. That's always, like, the big achievement that I've always wanted to achieve. Um, and it, the problem came to me when... I was trying to figure out where I want to go to high school and picking out a really good high school that helps me get into college. And my realization from there was I didn't even know how to get into college, what college I wanted to go to, what are the requirements that I needed. And with my high school, I learned that they're the ones that are teaching me how to get into the colleges that I need to go to, how, how I would need to go about, like, getting even just able to apply for college. So mm -hmm. like I didn't even know A through G requirements up until I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I and I say like I was I heard about it when I was in elementary school and middle school, but I didn't really fully understand what it was up until high school. Mm -hmm. And that's what my charter school did for me. And they're the ones kind of guided me into a path where I I know I can be like 
I can't be in a place where I can't get an education and I can't go to college and I, I can't apply for like schools that I never thought I would be able to. Okay. Is there anybody else that has a, thank you for sharing that. Is there anybody else that wants to share the education story? Um, go ahead, brother. Grab it. I was about to say, because I know y'all always just you, working on you know, it. You go, know, go, go ahead, brother. What's your, what's your name? My name is Sante Vega and I go to Oakland Unity High. Okay. Uh, well, my life story has always been that since I, w- I was always the oldest and having my parents never been in this country before, I've always had... Where are they had, from? I'm from Mexico. Okay. And uh, my parents had always... Like, they never even passed uh, high school because they were always working over there. So they had to come here. And um, I will, since I was the oldest, I would always have to speak English for them. So, like, that was one of the... Challenges that to face. Well, how do I say this? I mean, we with you, right? Like, so what? You, basically, your parents didn't have a lot of education. They got here, and you had to be the translator for your family, and and you had a lot of responsibility because you're the oldest. I'm the oldest as well. Keep oh, going. So tell me yeah. more about you. And uh, my parents have always like, oh, my dad especially always telling me to get an education. Kids, he never wants me to be like him, mm-hmm. working very tough jobs, like always coming home, uh, stressed, angry. So, like, he wants me to get an education. That's why he wants me to put me in, like, great schools. And I feel like charter schools can be able to help you prepare mm-hmm. better for the education. And uh, as I've seen, the charter schools are able to help you prepare for college. Mm-hmm. And that's what my mom wants me to do, go to college or university. Okay. That's what's up, man. And so, you know, I know that we have, like, a... There's a lot of folks, and this doesn't have to be the last time we do this, because I want to get more of these stories and actually go a little deeper into it, right? Like, I want to ask questions about it, because I think that that's deep, man. Like, if, 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 you know, if the media is portraying these folks as stealing money and, and these charter schools are, like, running scams and there's billionaires, a billionaire said this, and you got somebody who just said, look, man, my parents came here from Mexico. Like, they can't even speak English. They didn't even get past grade school. Um they put me here because they thought this was my best chance to like go to college. Like that's a different narrative than what you kind of seeing out there. So can I ask y'all a question? What's up with it? <laughs> I love her. Yo. She's great. Um, my question is, is there are a lot of adults that are in this fight supposed to be fighting for you. And I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it a whole buck with you. Some of them getting kind of sheepish. Some of them a little scared, like some of them not really saying or doing the things that they kind of need to do on your behalf. What's the message that you have for the adults that's supposed to be representing you on your side. And then for the final question, we'll flip it and ask what's your message for the adults that are advocating against you. So let's start with for the adults on your team. What do y'all want them to know? Like sometimes they need a, they might need a swift kick in the pants from you all. Well, I think, like I said, this is a long fight from way other systemic stuff. And um, I always say too, like this is more than education. This is really like a humanizing thing. Like it's just, it boils down to like humanity is just cruel. Mm-hmm. I just use like words like that because I just think everything is so Everything don't have to be the way that it has to be. So that's just my context and using like the dumb words and stuff like that. But I just want everybody to think from a sense like it can literally be your child. And that goes back to boil it down to the point like they don't think about it that way because it's not their kids. But 
in reality, like, these are literal kids who are being funneled into prisons, into jails and stuff like that, and they don't consider that. So I just want them to think from a real parent approach, from a humanistic approach, just being a person, being sympathetic, just understanding where we come from. And that takes you first to understand who we are. Like, you have to take the time to get to know us. Don't judge us when you first see us. I know y'all learned, don't judge a book by a cover. I always do, but... Because <laughs> kind of tell you if the book good or not. Well, <laughs> but I and I and I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that answer. I know. I, um, one of the things that I so like, I think that was a great way to kind of build context, right? And I know that you wanted to answer too. So with that context being lit, right? What is the message that you have for adults that proclaim to be fighting on your side, but they might be getting scared or they're not going as hard as they need to go? Like you get to direct them right now. How would you all direct them? Well, you know me, I'm a CCSA advocate, so I'm going to tell them, come join the team. No, but I really want them to come join. Like, you have to be willing to be a part of your community to actually be a community member. Like, you're living there, but you're not actually living, you Mm -hmm. know? So, I really think that you need to invest into your community, being more than just a household, a house on the block. Like, you need to be out there and engaged. That's That's the word I was looking for. You need to be engaged in your community and, like, civically engaged, too. Don't be a null person, like, Okay. That just make you waste. Appreciate that. And so for you, like, she built the context for somebody that might be local, that might live in the Bay Area. Like, this is going to reach people all over the country, right? Like, what do you want to tell your allies that are not going as hard for you uh, because they're scared? Yeah. So kind of continuing what Millie was saying, um, I think the easiest way is just to answer this, just go visit the school your own. Um, you know, these these kids, these students are really great students. And um, I think taking away, it's very important to advocate for this because this is the opportunity that works for them best. Um, a lot of students who go to traditional public schools might not have this opportunity. And this is the only opportunity that they actually have uh, for a great education, uh, especially like in some of this um, these more low-income cities that students are coming from. So if you're someone who is in support of charter schools and advocating for it, like come visit the school for you can generally see like the work that you're doing, who's it going for. And I think that's the best way to look at it because there's a lot of students who really appreciate the work and appreciate their schools. Um, so come visit them and just don't quit on them. Okay, cool. Do any of y'all over there have any thoughts about that? And this is for our allies. I also want to know if y'all got thoughts for people who are adults that are actively advocating against you. Does any of you have any thoughts? Go ahead, brother. Jump jump on in. Take it. So you got to hold the microphone, though, Bam. For the people who aren't doing anything. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep uh, going, man. It's all good. Just going to lay it out. Uh, I feel like, personally, they all need to do better. Because um, right now, students are really trying more to, like, advocate and reach out to, like, support our communities. And even though, like, even though we're just now starting, we're, this is, like, this is a small step into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like we're one step away from a bigger movement that's what you're trying to say yeah okay yeah i think what you're trying to say is like we kids we shouldn't have to advocate for our own selves i mean we should i think you said like be your own expert but 
Like Be an expert on yourself Yeah like We should be living Our childhood Having fun Like going to the movies And stuff We should not be Literally on the steps Of the Capitol With signs Trying to advocate For our schools That will get closed down Tomorrow Like that shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. I just don't think That should be our On our daily agenda yeah, Just jump right on in Go ahead I also wanted to add Like Um uh, to like for families who are aren't doing anything or thinking that it's not going to impact them because they're not paying attention to it, it's going to ultimately impact you guys and hit you guys probably the hardest because you guys are not aware of what's happening. You guys are not ready for that kind of impact because you're not informed. And I also wanted to add for people who are against us is to realize that the people who are being impacted are actually trying to tell you that it's it's going to hurt us and it's impacting us in a bad way so if you're going like at least know that who you're impacting and how they're going to feel and like take it into consideration like are you sure like you really want to like affect like someone who you don't know but has like important education needs and who needs that kind of help like do you really want to take that away from people mm-hmm. who are in need of this kind of education okay were there any other thoughts before we closed out oh that's okay. what's I'm, re- I'm ready for this we, we in anticipation we clapping you know Go. a you, little clear in your throat uh, okay what's your name man um, my name is Kevin mm-hmm. and I personally feel that if you just avoid the problem or you know that it's going on you're in my opinion, I feel like you're contributing to the problem because mm-hmm. you have a choice to say something and decide not to. So you're like seeing students who clearly are passionate about charter schools being like let down because of people like you. Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay, that's what's up. Did anybody over on that side have anything else to say? Short, but I don't know. Go ahead. Um, well, I feel like part you of the problem... You want to tell them who you are? Oh, my name is Julissa. I'm one of the youth organizers. I feel like being quiet is something that, you know, we see a lot of in our, a lot in our communities and it's something that's like a current, like a recurring theme that we just like repeatedly being quiet and just silenced. But then I feel like it's more, like, it's the time for us to actually break through because education is a really essential part of like eventually who we become in the future. And I feel like it's not for us, but it's also for the future generation and we want to push on for them to have a better life and it's just like moment to organize as a community and really bring like impact and really put out our voices and just give it as much as we can and just be like you know we are the change and this is a moment to you know become the best version of ourselves not only like within ourselves but as a community yes okay that's what's up complacency is not key it's not was that your comment or were you about to say some more that was my comment so before we close out, brother, you go go ahead. You have something else you want to add? Did you want to add something? All right. So we're about to close out in a second. Did you have any parting thoughts, Amelia? You did a great job. Mm-mm. Thank you. Yes, and just for the record, you all, we're gonna give her props. Amelia produced this episode, um, came with the questions and kind of the flow of everything. So. You, you sure this was your first time, man? Yeah, I told you I'd be, like, talking in my laptop. So okay. So, <laughs> so do you have any final thoughts before I close this out? What, nope. do, what do you want to leave the crowd with? 
nothing. Nah, I'm just saying. Thank y'all. I just want to say thank y'all for like being willing to let these people know. I don't know how many people I'm in this the crowd. Gonna reach. Like the people that's yeah. I'm finna talk to them right now. Got you. I don't know how many people this gonna reach, but I really just hope that y'all take all this advice, this information into consideration. Like I said, you can well, like they said, you cannot be complacent, and literally being silent is being complacent. So. Find a find a movement that you can join. You can literally join us. You could you can join Charles. Oh, you obviously on Charles Cole Network. But I'm just saying, like, please try to inform yourself on whatever is going on. It don't even have to be with charter schools. Just try to find some way to stay in tune with whatever's going on with people of color. Do not. No, that's all I gotta say. Actually. All right. So um, so here's what I heard, and I'm about to close us out. I appreciate all of you. Um, so there was a few things that these folks said that I think was pretty like profound. So one of the things that I heard was one of these young people said, look, we actually should be being kids right now. We actually should just be able to like enjoy ourselves, go learn about college, get ready for that. Cause that's a big enough like struggle. And all of us are, you know, low income and just trying to make ends meet. But instead we got to fight because there's a lot of adults that's either fighting against them or the people that's on their side are not fighting as hard as they could be fighting. Um, and I heard these young people put a challenge out to you. And these young people were saying, like, you should be fighting harder than we have to fight. The other thing that I heard them say was um, just they were kind of appalled that an organization uh, such as some of the unions or whatnot, which are mostly white women, uh, get to be progressive in a conversation when most of the young people impacted are people of color and they just want to know when did that happen? Like these, these young people are, uh, I don't like using the term woke, but they are really conscious folks. And you know, they are like really good people and live in one of the most progressive places in the world. Um, and they just wondering how they became the not progressive people to, uh, a bunch of white folks. And, um, Again, man, I just really enjoy the opportunity to talk to these young people who know their lived experiences and who knows what's going on. And I thank them. And I hope that we get to do another show with them. In the meantime, you've been listening to the Energy Converter Student Voice Podcast, and we will see you next time. You all take care. Peace.